A Gay and a Non-Gay is a podcast from James Barr and Dan Hudson. Two unlikely friends take on the world. Dan, what do you think of people on social media who refer to their boyfriend or girlfriend as this one? I think they're (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to A Gay and a Non-Gay. Welcome to today's episode. Apologies for the rather abrupt start. What do you think about those people? Yeah, no, I agree. Like, just call them your boyfriend or, the, or your girlfriend. What if they're non-binary? Oh my God, don't do all of well, that. Well, I'm just saying, what don't if they do are? Th- don't give me that, sister. Don't misgender me, James. That is a good point. I saw someone tweet this week saying, if you're not American, don't use the phrase y'all because you sound like a knob. Y'all. Whereas I do use that in email because I don't want to say, hey guys, which is what I used to say. Because I like saying y'all. Well, so do I. But you've got to say it with an accent. If you say it like a British person, you sound like you're saying y'all log. I don't say it out loud because (laughs) I think that does make you a Don't say that word again. Sorry. I think if you say it out loud, that does make you a But on email... Dan, why do you have to keep using female anatomy (laughs) as slurs? Sorry. (laughs) First the C word, now the T-bomb. What I was going to say is if your partner is non-binary, actually maybe saying this one is like a low-key way of, of not saying boyfriend or girlfriend. I think you'd just call me your partner, wouldn't you? I don't like partner. Why? I don't know. It's a bit mature, isn't it? What do you mean it's a bit ma- immature? No, it's a bit mature. It's a bit, it's a bit adult. That's like what my mum would say. Yeah. I mean, obviously, say what you want, but you won't catch me using that. Thought. Well, we'll ask a non-binary what they would say. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Great. Um, so, Dan and I have a big announcement today. Yes. Um, and you may have seen this on our social media yesterday, but we're super excited to tell you about it here. Yeah. So, rather than Dan and I telling you, we're going to... Um, we're going to press play on something. Yeah, we're going to play the trailer that, that's been made for the announcement. So, here it is. Let's do it. Radio 1's Life Hacks. We're back and we're joining forces with our fellow podcasters, James and Dan. We've had loads of you getting in touch with our podcast, A Gay and a Non-Gay, asking for advice on consent in the LGBTQ plus community, depression coming out. But we need an expert, so we hit up Lifehacks and Dr. Rada. I'll be here to give medically sound info and advice on anything and everything. Nothing is off limits. I slept with a guy last night he did give me his number. (laughs) I'll leave that to your discretion. (laughs) (laughs) Download the Lifehacks podcast now on BBC Sounds. One. Yay! Um, <laughs> I love that you're. Like, wow. Wait. We teamed up with BBC Radio One's Life Hacks for a special mini series, and we're really happy about it and super excited for you to listen to it. Yes. So, do we want to talk about what the concept is? Yeah, I think we should. Yeah. So, we get loads of messages from uh, our listeners. From you guys. Well, I don't want to misgender people, oh, James. God, so. Okay, sorry. So, we get loads of messages from y'all. Sometimes I feel like we don't know how to respond to them other than other than with stories from our own journey. So we have teamed up with Life Hacks because they have an actual doctor on their podcast. Yes, they have the lovely Dr. Rada. So we've teamed up with BBC Radio 1 and we've brought some of your questions to her if to Do- answer. If Dr. Rada was a man, would you call them lovely? Yeah. Would you really? Though? Yeah, I would. I, I would. don't believe that you would call... Dr. Range, for example, my friend, lovely. I don't know him. Anyway, we've teamed up with Life Hacks and the lovely Dr. Rada <laughs> to, uh, it's okay for me to say it because I'm gay, uh, to discuss some really deep issues. You know what? You just heard the trailer, but I'm I'm super proud of it. And the first episode is about depression in the LGBTQ plus community, and it's out right now. To download it, all you need to do is download the BBC Sounds app and search Radio One's Life Hacks podcast. You know, the best thing about being at Radio One was that, it's somewhere I've always wanted to be. And I definitely like tried to do that through being on other radio stations like Capital. But 
that didn't get me there. What got me there was our friendship and moreover, just being myself. Yeah. I really do believe that success comes from just being your true self. It's just absolutely incredible to get this co-sign from the BBC, firstly, and secondly, from BBC Radio 1, which is comfortably the biggest youth radio station in the world. For them to give us their co-sign and support is literally the best thing that's ever happened to me. Anyway, you can download that by getting the BBC Sounds app <laughs> and searching Radio 1's Life Hacks podcast. Wahey! Queer Eye is back and... Um... I, uh, whilst the gays, the Fab Five, are helping out the non-gays, I thought it'd be kind of cool to get our non-gay to help out the gays. Because who's helping the gays? Do you know what I mean? Like, we need some help. It's time for <laughs> Non-Gay Eye. Non-Gay Eye. We've had a message from Mason on Instagram, and he says, I work for a hair salon. I was talking about my boyfriend the other day, and a non-gay made a comment to me. He said... Instead of arguing with your boyfriend about what juice or smoothie to have in the morning, shouldn't you be face down in the toilet sniffing MCAT off someone's shoe whilst being fisted? You're only 25. My question is, am I missing out on my 20s whilst being in a loving long-term relationship? Or is that just a stereotype that non-gays believe of gay guys in their 20s? I don't know literally what MCAT is. I mean, obviously it's a drug of some kind. Horse tranquilizer or something. Or cat food or something. Or like... <laughs> Does that sound like your idea of a good night? <laughs> to be honest, I think... Are you sure you don't want to be fisted? Me? Well, no. There's no one else here, is there? <laughs> Who do you think I'm asking? <laughs> uh, I'm fine with that, actually. You? I have fisted cool. a guy. Great. Um, is he missing out on his 20s because he's in a long-term relationship? No, not really. No, well, but, I think... is it, but also, is that what, what non-gays think of gay guys? Do most non-gays just think we go around getting fisted? I've never thought of it with that level of specificity before. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if you if he's happy, then it's fine. Again, there's no context, so it's hard. What do you think? I mean, what's... It's a classic question. Like, am I missing out on my 20s by being in a relationship? Well, I don't know, do I? Look, future reference non-gay eye people, I need as much context as possible. <laughs> <laughs> That's even funnier because next week's is literally, how do I come out? Don't give me that one. Non-gay eye. As a gay person, you can you can have fun no matter what age you are. Like, as Dan has very eloquently put it previously, gay people are always on the lash. So you don't need to worry that you're not living your life right now and that you should be sniffing MCAT off someone's shoe like gross. You sound very lucky and happy, so I think you should ignore a very stupid comment from a non-gay. I think Mason's playing into this bizarre stereotype of things are only fun if they're, like, extreme. No, he's not. That's the non-gay. Sorry, yeah, no, the non-gay is. The person that came into the salon said that. Yeah, but then he's, to some extent, is believing it, otherwise he wouldn't have asked the question for us, would he? And I think there's an element of playing into the stereotype, people are only fun if they're... I mean, this is such an extreme example. If they, if they've got their, yeah, a more sort of mainstream non-gay example would be, you know, you're only fun if you're on the lash having nine pints or whatever every Friday and Saturday. And in some quarters, there's probably a belief that like you're boring if you're not doing that. So this person that said that to Mason, yeah, they're. Oh, Dan! If you wanted to ask Dan anything, um, you can get in touch with us on our Twitter, Instagram. Our socials are at gaynongay. Our email address is us at gaynongay.com. A gay and a non-gay. Can we talk about Birmingham again? Are we way. Talk- oh, yeah, because you're from there. This is the least <laughs> way thing about Birmingham. Right. This has actually been really upsetting me a lot. Um, we talked about this last week briefly. 
but it's just getting worse and worse. So there's a school in Alum Rock, which is uh, the other side of Birmingham from me. There's protests every day outside this school because the school was teaching this programme called No Outsiders, which in layman's terms was basically teaching children what we all know to be true, which is there are LGBT, LGBT people in the world and there's nothing wrong with that. Certain members of the religious communities in the local area have taken umbrage with this and are protesting every day at the minute, I right, believe. Okay. So we actually have a clip from the protest that we're going to play you right now, that this was recorded last Thursday. And yeah, trigger warning. It's not particularly nice hearing this stuff. This programme, it's not just about telling people that other families and other types of lifestyles exist. It's actually aggressively promoting them, giving it a positive spin and telling people that it is okay for you to be Muslim and for you to be gay. Mr. Moffat, shame, 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 shame. I actually feel scared, Dan, and I know you might think I'm being dramatic. No, I, I don't. I don't well. know if I am being dramatic, but I kind of feel a bit erased as well. And also seeing the children at the protest joining in as well, it really disgusts me. Yeah. And they're talking about indoctrination, but they've indoctrinated their own children to tell them that LGBT people are wrong. Yeah. Well, that's disgusting. And I, I, I don't know, I'm going to skip around this subject in so many different ways. Uh, I love what Joe Lysett tweeted. He tweeted, um, he's a bisexual comedian. He wrote, LGBTQ plus people are in your schools, in your hospitals, we're in your families, we exist in every culture, in every religion, on every continent. You may not want your kids to know about us, but they will, because many of them are us, and we're really fucking cool. And to be fair, Birmingham City Council also released a statement and they said that they've been appalled to see attempts to divide the people of their city by using insulting language targeting the LGBT community. This has no place in our city. Birmingham is a place of tolerance and mutual respect where people of all faiths, all sexualities, all ethnicities come together in pursuit of a common aim. This council will continue to champion these values and support all communities in putting them into action. So that's good too. But, you know, hearing these people of faith say that they're a grassroots campaign that's going to start here and go all over the country and the world to end LGBT equality in schools is disgusting and awful. Yeah, it's like Section 28 all over again, isn't it? But... A minute ago, we were just talking about this off air and Dan was like, oh, you shouldn't really talk about the fact that it's, you know, majority Muslim. Although we kind of did that last week, but because it can come across as Islamophobic, right? Yeah. It's not Islamophobic. They're being homophobic. Yeah. So I think I have every right to say what I want to say about these bigots. It's tough. It's a difficult one because their religious faith suggests that homosexuality is wrong. But so does Christianity in a certain respect. Yeah. But that doesn't mean we follow it. Doesn't Christianity say that you should, like, burn your children alive if they've done something wrong? Or Yeah, I mean, there's all sorts of things in the Bible that if you took literally would be, like, laughable today. The quote that the Christians use about man shall not lie with man, you know, that for some reason that is taken by certain large parts of Christianity as <laughs> the gospel um, and as an endorsement that Jesus didn't like gay people, which is just not the case but it's from leviticus right it's from leviticus yeah which is like the most hateful chapter of the bible yeah i mean the bible's got a lot to answer for to be honest (laughs) so has the quran i think Um, religion in general has a lot to answer for i haven't read the quran and i have read the bible but i don't remember if i've read all of the bible um but i 
I do know that despite my own beliefs, quite a lot of what was written thousands of years ago is irrelevant today. Yeah. Um, I actually wrongly, well, I don't know if I wrongly tweeted, but I did tweet religion is a choice, sexuality isn't. And I had a message from a listener called Harry who said, um, religion is not a choice for many people. Do you honestly think that with all the stress and trauma and guilt religious LGBT people put up with, they choose to be religious? Of course not. But if you believe, you cannot choose to stop believing. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Well, I think he's taking my point too literally. But yeah, I kind of agree with no, him. No, I don't think he is. I, I think, think he's he taking the point at face value, to be fair to him. Well, I, I said religion is a choice. Yeah, but it isn't though, is it? Because you either believe it or you don't. To be honest, you, you choose. wouldn't choose to be religious because it's not easy. Like, it's a hard thing. Anybody who's been to Birmingham for more than like two minutes will realise that it is incredibly diverse, tolerant and welcoming, which is why it's got such a large Muslim population in the first place, because Birmingham opened its arms to the Islamic community when they first came over. So it's a bit bloody rich for anybody to be wandering around our streets with this this intolerant nonsense towards LGBT people. Next to London, Birmingham is the, the most tolerant place in the UK. So I don't know where they get off doing this on our doorstep it's not my doorstep because it's not my part of Birmingham and I've never actually been there but it, it's particularly triggering for me that it is in that area this isn't the main takeaway from it but it is giving Birmingham a really really bad name this story and Birmingham is, is a fantastic place the home of heavy metal Cadbury's chocolate more canals than Venice some of the friendliest people <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. Some of the friendliest people you'll ever come across. Why, why is that funny to you? Darling, where should we get married? Mm, um, Venice? Oh, very romantic. But I hear Birmingham has more canals. Oh, Birmingham it is. It does have more canals than cool, Venice. Cool, but it's just a bizarre thing to say. No, it's not. They're not as beautiful, though, are they? I don't know. Right, visit birmingham.co.uk. Shade. I saw a great tweet from a guy who wrote, um, the left is going to have to stop pussyfooting around and come out in force to defend LGBT equality or this battle will be lost for decades. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's very true. And if you've ever if you've ever held a rainbow flag or worn a rainbow flag on your clothing during the summer, and if you've ever felt as though you believe in LGBT rights and you celebrate gay pride, this is the time to stand up and join us in telling other people that disagree that we exist, that we exist and that we're okay and that we're part of society and that we're welcome everywhere. Our producer Talia made quite a good point. I'm interested to see how this plays out, but there's a contingent of people in the UK who are legit Islamophobic and racist, but are also homophobic and intolerant towards LGBT people. So which side are they going to come out on? Interesting. That's going to be interesting. I guess they stay silent and hope that we just fight each other. Yeah, I guess so. Great. I think if you're a person of faith, you should make your own... No, I don't know. I can't really talk about this. It's really tough. Why? Because I don't want to come across as racist. Yeah. And if I say what I really think, it probably come across as racist. Well, go on then. <laughs> but I suppose I just said, like, we need to stop pussyfooting around. This is a country that believes in certain things. And you, if you live here, you should believe in those things too and stand by those values because this country's welcome you and this country loves you. Also, I think these people are actually giving Islam a bad name because I've, I've worked with Muslim people a lot and I've worked at the BBC Asian, Asian Network a lot over the last few years. And I've got to say, they are objectively the nicest people that I've ever worked with in the media. So my first-hand experience, and any of my friends who are Muslims, are the nicest, hard-working people 
that you could ever find and they're tolerant towards everyone i'm glad you're here to say that because it's difficult when you see stuff in the media like amplified and made so loud on twitter with people sharing and talking about it like it feels yeah. like it's everyone i feel like i'm being attacked by everyone of faith yeah and it's nice to be reminded it's good to be reminded that that isn't true so thanks <laughs> i do kind of feel a bit better i don't feel as alone thank you for listening and don't forget to check out our team up with bbc radio one's life hacks should we play the trailer again is that a bit much no let's do it radio one's life hacks one we're back and we're joining forces with our fellow podcasters james and dan we've had loads of you getting in touch with our podcast a gay and a non-gay asking for advice on consent in the lgbtq plus community depression coming out but we need an expert so we hit up life hacks and dr rada i'll be here to give medically sound info and advice on anything and everything nothing is off limits i slept with a guy last night he did give me his number (laughs) i'll leave that to your discretion (laughs) (laughs) download the life hacks podcast now on bbc sounds one again a non-gays back every wednesday see you then babes